the Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro and CrumbleCookies.com. All right, good morning, Arkansas. You're about to check out our talk, our chat, Wet Nose Wednesday with Dr. Kevin Reed from Vetcare. You know, the man you need. So Kelly is wondering why her dogs are eating grass. Right. So... Uh, we'll talk to Dr. Reed about that. Plus, what does it really mean? You know, we've all heard the phrase, the dog days of summer. But what does that really mm-hmm. mean? We talk about that. And in summer, what should we be prepared for with our pets? Here's our chat with Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. We are joined this morning by the man you need. Yay. He is Dr. Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend. And he is a veterinarian of choice of Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. It's Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care on Parker Road in Jonesboro. Vet-care.com. Dr. Kevin Reed, Wet Nose Wednesday. What's up, man? How are you? We're getting our Wednesday started off right now. Hey, Kelly wants to start with the question because she's a little bit, uh, I guess, wondering why her dogs are doing something. Yeah, so they when I take them outside, and they only seem to do it maybe once or twice a year, but, you know, they'll go to the bathroom, and I'll kind of let them sniff around and everything, but they there's, like, certain types of grass uh, that's that's uh, that they're wanting to eat and just kind of chew on. Uh, not tons of it, but just it's almost like they're grazing like cows. Uh, is that a good thing for them? to ingest a little bit of that because of maybe they're needing it or is it not a good sign you know this is an age-old question no one knows exactly why dogs eat grass but you know it's probably normal behavior for dogs and probably nothing to worry about and and like you say there's two types of of grass eating by dogs one is what you said grazing Mm -hmm. and um, that's where they just happily, you know, they run outside and mine do it too. They just kind of run outside and immediately go to a little patch of grass and mm-hmm. kind of munch on top of it. And they don't have any ill effects, you know, hmm. they, they may not be very long to see a few little pieces of the blades of the grass. And, you know, it's, um, it may be if they're anxious or maybe if they're bored or just out there sniffing around, they decide to chew on some grass. Um, you know, some, some people suggest that they make up. They're eating that to make up for nutritional de- deficiency, but you know even dogs that are on very well balanced diets eat the grass. So it's it may just be that they like the taste. Hmm. The second reason is probably just instinctive behavior, and it, it's probably maybe a deliberate attempt for the dogs to induce vomiting after they swallowed something that makes them feel ill. If they got you know, I'm sure they get stomach aches just like people do, mm-hmm. and. I think instinct is to tell them to throw up as a form of relief. And they usually, to make themselves vomit, they usually swallow grass quickly as possible, may not even chew it. And it's possible that those long, unchewed pieces, you know, tickle the, the, their throat or going down the esophagus and it stimulates vomiting. So, you know, it's not a, a big concern to worry about, but we do see dogs that eat grass. And then if they don't throw it back up and it passes through the GI tract, it's of course, undigestible, and, uh, you know, I've had a couple in the last week, uh, you know, dogs get diarrhea from it and may even have some blood in it. You know, they pass a big, uh, they pass stool that has, un, you know, undigested long blades of grass in it. So, you know, it can cause some health issues that are, that are usually short-term, 
but um, you know, probably nothing really to worry about. And um, I think some dogs just like to go out and kind of nibble on it. And we see that really very commonly in the spring when the grass first starts turning green after it's been you know brown and and dormant all all winter long. And they so, seem like they have a preference. It's hilarious. Like there's a certain type of grass. It's not like they just go out there and eat grass. It's a certain type. Like it's a prettier grass. And I'm like, huh, that's different. <laughs> You know, they may just like the taste of it and, yeah. uh, and be able to discern which one tastes better. So, uh, but yeah, mine's the thing. It's kind of funny to watch them because they'll both go out and do it at the same mm-hmm. time. So Murphy, my Cavalaba Golden Poo or whatever we want to call him, we're not, we're not really sure what he is, <clears throat> but uh, we bought him as a Cavapoo or we were given him as a Cavapoo. He went in and had his haircut, his summer cut done by the team at Vet Care. And Kevin, I've told you this before. When he gets home after a haircut, this dog is on a different level, wanting to pose for pictures and prance around. You can just tell he feels so much better when you guys have kind of given him that full treatment. They do. I went in there and uh, said hi to him last week, and, and they do. They, they a lot of us seem to feel a lot better after you know just you know getting a good uh, trim or brushing out or you know after a bath. I think they just feel good. Yeah, and. Uh, it does. It doesn't good to have routine grooming done. He looks so cute. I posted the picture. I don't post a lot of you know dog pictures, but I posted that picture last week. What do you have for us as we're sitting here, July the twenty sixth, right here in the middle of summer? You know, I've always heard the phrase "dog days of summer," and in my mind, I I see these dogs laying around, panning, you know, in the, in the heat, and uh, and I thought, where did that phrase ever come from? So I did. I decided to look it up and. This is kind of this is from the old farmer's almanac, but what it says was the, was the Greeks and Romans uh, believed that dog days were a time of misfortune plagued by drought and unrest as animals and people alike were driven mad by the unbearably hot temperature. And, you know, I, I don't usually consider it a negative connotation like that, but I think instead it refers maybe just peak temperature seen in late summer, you know, July and August. And where it actually originated from, it's a reference to the uh, Sirius, which is the dog star, and that's part of the constellation uh, Canis Major. And Sirius is the brightest star in the night, and it literally, from uh, translated, means Sirius means scorching. And um, so these uh, older civilizations noticed that when this dog star began to rise with the sun after the summer solstice, they thought that those hot days were caused by uh, the Earth's proximity to the star. Mm-hmm. And of course, it doesn't really change it. That doesn't make it hotter. It just what happens is during July and August, uh, the northern hemisphere is oriented more towards the sun, and, and we get the longer days and the hotter, hotter temperatures. But, you know, for me, when I think of dog days of summer, I think of four or five things. That's heat, humidity. Mosquitoes, fleas, and ticks, and we're right <laughs> yeah. all that. Gosh, yeah. Yep, that's what I think of too. We've had our share these last few weeks, and you know, just watching the uh, weather last night, you know, um, amazing some of the record temperatures all across the United States, and yeah. uh, even up in the Northeast, which normally don't experience uh, the hot temperatures. So, you know, it's just a reminder to me, and and you know, it should be to anybody that owns a pet. Uh, you know, keep plenty of water out there. You know, even treat them a little uh, every once in a while. Put an ice cube in it if they're outdoor dogs. Um, 
you know, definitely, you know, avoid situations where they may experience a heat exhaustion or actually a heat stroke. Uh, make sure they're on flea and tick preventive if that seems to be an issue. And we've seen, we've seen a lot of dogs lately come in with external parasites. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the heat, as it goes without saying, about dusk every evening they come out in in force and you know i know the efforts have been increased to you know spray aerial spraying and truck spraying but they're just out there and with these rains that we've had you know which is unheard of to have as much rain as we've had in uh this month and uh it's got a record around here um you know there's standing water and that's the ideal place where uh, mosquito larva hatch and uh you know, if you've got any of those places in your yard, buckets or tires or just low areas, you know, try to try to eliminate those and, and at least try to reduce the mosquito population around where your pet is. So, you know, we've got another month of it. I mean, it's not even August yet, and yeah. uh, the way things are looking, it's going to be just as hot next month as it has been this month. So, um, you know, just be cognizant of the fact that you know, if you're hot outside, your pet is too, and uh, give them some comfort and relief, and um, it'll make everybody happier. There you go. Y'all, he is the man you need. Yay! He is Dr. Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend. He is mm-hmm. our best friend, and he is the veterinarian of choice of Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care on Parker Road in Jonesboro, vet-care.com, and on Facebook when you search Vet Care Jonesboro. Dr. Reed, thanks for another Wet Nose Wednesday. All right, we'll talk to you next Wednesday. All right, next week. This is the K-Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Families, Inc.